We up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> This might not go. <laughs> hey, hey, that's it. One take. We not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 79, we in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Slick. How y'all feeling out there? After three weeks, we are back. Hope y'all didn't miss us too much. You feel me? Need a little R and R, you know, before we could give y'all an excellent pod episode. All right. Before we get started, please follow us on all social media. At this might not go well. If you're in the brand deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. Check-ins, brother. How you feeling? How how was how was your three week rest? talk to the public that's cool it's cool i had a little vacay definitely wrapped up work got an even longer vacay now i'm not gonna lie i think i'm at the point of maturity where like time off is good but too much time off idle time and my mind is just like whoo going through it so i don't know i think i had a lot of expectation i had a rough angle front like i said i had a rough start to 2022 rough first half of 2022 yeah so i'm definitely been you know processing that and just grinding to kind of get that in order so I guess I kind of assume once the everything like school year and everything else was done, I'd be straight. And you know, it's not quite going that way. I'm doing all right, but it's like I could be doing a little bit better. But I've been working out, getting consistent, trying to work on these hobbies. We back potting, so I'm excited to just kind of put whatever happened in the past behind me and keep moving forward. So I'm, I'm feeling I'm all right. I'm all right. How you feeling? Oh man, I totally agree with you, brother. Um, I'm feeling good. You know, three weeks. Uh, pod, you know, I was I was catching the bug a little bit. I was itching like like you know, <laughs> what's the nigga from New Jack City? Um, Pookie, Pookie. you know. <laughs> But we back in the building. Um, vacation was was we had fun. We had plenty of funny stories. You know, Law of uh, Slick almost got <laughs> got bitten by the by the dog gang. <laughs> I definitely did almost get. I forgot about. That. I definitely almost get eaten by dogs at fucking five a.m. in the morning. <laughs> like we over here traveling in Mexico. At like four in the morning on bikes, just reckless, but it was fun and brilliant memories. Um, tune in to our Patreon soon as you know, slick. Um, finish uploading the video, editing and uploading the video. We will have exclusive footage from our vacation, and also we have two talk. We also have two new content on our Patreon, so go over there and subscribe to that. And we're gonna be popping out more and you know, more content. But other than that, you know, I'm back to get into business you know summer's looking great even though outside is looking expensive but you know what slick i'm gonna tell you right now i didn't put this on the docket but i just thought about it now fellas 
is New York City Restaurant Week. You get a good meal for $30, $40, $60. You know, you know that little nice little girl that you know don't want to eat, don't want to eat at Applebee's too good for the two for 20. She wants you to take her to some nice little spot. This is your chance to flex for the low. So come through, fellas. Go out for restaurant week. Go take a go take your nice little young lady, preferably a black queen. Show her around, show her a good time, be a gentleman. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. It definitely is. I think it's opportunities to go places you probably never even thought about going or you know you maybe you wanted to go to and it's like you thought that price was outrageous. And it's not for the uninformed, it's not just a week. It's literally like three weeks to a month worth of time. So you guys can really go out, get you some good eats. It's a lot of dope summer stuff happening. We got the, you know, the Brooklyn night market. You got the, the, all this, you got the, I think the state fair in Jersey just wrapped up or is wrapping up soon. Yeah. But you have, uh, the mo- rooftop movies, movies in the park. You can get the picnics popping. You got all the street fairs, all the, the little pop ups, the roller skating rinks. It's a lot of fun. Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Um, real talk, like, it don't even gotta be a date. You can go with your family, you can go with your friends, you can go with your bros, your sisters, your ladies. You know, hit, hit, just have fun. I think that's one thing that I think if the last two and a half, three years have shown us anything, it's like we got we gotta have fun. And they don't always gotta be ratchet, ass shaking, fun. They be like, "Yo, I want, let's go roller skating. Let's watch each other bust our ass real quick. Let's go, let's go play some paintball. Let's go, you know, let's do some shit we don't never normally do." So, yo, restaurant right. week is popping. If we hear about anything yep. else, we put it out there. But yeah, do that. Restaurant week is from July 18th to August 21st. So you telling me if you don't have enough time to take that girl out, then she, if yo ladies, if they do not try to take you out during that time, you might not be the one. You you just but a time booty out, call. Time out. You just a booty call, boo boo. <laughs> but if he not trying to take you out, why don't you take him out? If somebody you fellas only only got show attention. And hey, maybe like I said again, something you could do with your family, your friends. If it's it's not, maybe it's you know you chilling, you having a hot girl, or something. You're not worried about these niggas or these shorties. I'm gonna try to stop saying niggas and bitches all the time. I'm, 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 this I'm, might not go well, but shorties not taking you out. Uh, I I gave up on that myth. Matter of fact, you know I don't give up on that myth. You have to. She has to be like totally into you. So it might be like after like three or four months of y'all actually really talking seriously heavy before she takes you out. So you probably if you if you just started talking to Shorty now, most likely you ain't getting taken out during restaurant week. <laughs> you feel me? Bro. That's a fact. I think we yeah, we got it's the summertime. So everybody moving a little, you know, everybody's trying to have fun, not trying to be too caught up. But they also if you is trying to trying to be on that type of time, you gotta make sure you get through the, the habitual oh, is this motherfucker trying to play me, period. Cause I think that's what everybody be looking for. You feel that's me? That's a fact. That's a fact. And you know what you call it. Um and also a lot of movies but just a lot of shit happening. New movies came out. I didn't even see the Thor movie yet, but I heard it's fake trash. I, I'm not I, watching I, any Marvel yeah. movie. After Spider Man, I'm good. I was done because I felt like Phase Four they rushing it because they trying to get to yeah. the next big shit. There's no real crazy shit for this one, so I'm I'm chilling on that. And then also, I just found out um, my guy that was in Get Out is not is not going to be in Black Panther Two because he's in new, like, he's in a new what's it called movie. And nope, right? Yeah, nope. With um, Kiki Palmer. Yeah, the Jordan <sighs> Peele John. I mean, you take it because I feel like you you get a chance to be a lead, get a, a, a lead role, or you know you get to be a, a supporting role in a legacy film. You're in the original Black Panther. And I'm saying without Chadwick Boseman, we know we all gonna go see this, but we'll, it, we don't know if it's gonna hit like the original. It might not have the same impact as the original right. Black Panther, especially with the trend that Marvel has been with in Phase Four. But that's a different conversation for a different day. Well, at least hopefully nothing gets leaked, especially an iCloud account. We're talking about Hunter, oh, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. When we when we over here criticizing your political decisions. 
your son's iCloud account gets hacked. And I'm telling you, boy, Hunter Biden, I ain't going to lie. I probably want to chill with this nigga. This nigga be having fun over here. Nigga got the crack on the scale. That nigga, yo, bro, did you see see the leaked videos? I chose not to because I don't want the. <laughs> I don't want the government to knock on my door like I seen oh, that. Facts, 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 facts. You're right, you're right. Yo, but I I read about I, it. I heard about the energy. <laughs> I, I heard he he had the he, you know he had the yayo and shit on the scales. He was doing shit. He talked about he was talking shit about his dad like anybody would. Uh, I don't know. iCloud leaks is just so crazy. I think it's that it was the same stuff that they found when like he I guess he threw out a phone or something without completely wiping it and somebody went through it or whatever. So it was like yeah. the same contents. Like the gov, it's not like the government didn't already know about it. It was one of those things were like all right now the mainstream media got it oh shit yeah because 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 the statement came out saying that they knew about it it, and allegedly he spent thirty thousand and five months for prostitutes and transporting them across state lines yo that nigga was wild (laughs) he's here for a good time not a long time i get it i understand nah and then he and then he had and then this was a little little eye opener he had his pop's name as pedo peter oh that's weird I don't have yeah. I'm not going to talk to you. It was just, yeah, and then it just had like a lot of conversation, pictures, videos, images of drugs and sexual activities. My boy was living a rock star life. I'm telling you, all them little politician kids. I mean, but you got to also think too, like just because they, they parent, think about what your moms and pops do for work and what you got in your phone. Imagine if they just had a hot oh, yeah. A nigga. Yeah. And my mother. Yeah. Girl sucking your dick. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, like, imagine that. It's like I like I can never run for office just based on some of the debauchery I've had in my phone over the years. I'm what? like, shit. Niggas get a hold of my tweets is over. <laughs> oh, nah. I just started cursing on Twitter. So I'm like, I was well aware of what I was saying at this point. You can't blame me. It was after the pan- panorama. I've been I was fucked up after that. But I'm just like I, I, I have sympathy in those things. I was like, cause at the end of the day, people like celebrities, politicians, their kids especially, they're human and they do human shit. It's a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of motherfuckers that's throwing stones. Nigga, we ain't forget about the marijuana pics you had on your Instagram page and your story and your close friends or what's the new shit? Twitter circles. Yeah. I got I was like, what the, I was, nobody answered my question. I felt like such a lame. I was like, yo, what's the Twitter circle? And nobody responded. I was hurt. I was like, <laughs> at least normally somebody. Like even my shorty didn't even respond. I was like, damn, that does that mean you have one or you just don't want to <laughs> tell me? You don't want me to know, so I can't have it. One. It, 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 it to go off of what you say too, people taking pictures because I remember when um I don't forgot which which the Obama's daughters, but they got I'm, caught. I'm, I'm smoking weed yeah yeah went, but she wasn't even she was being low with it and then somebody just kind of like paparazzi her on the yeah, side so it's like you have your life under a, a, a microscope. microscope absolutely so it's just kind of like yo i get it if you out here living like i look at it like this at a point we are all rebellious when it comes to our parents and you know we want to do certain things we sometimes you take pictures you might not post everything but there's some shit that if anybody, like I said, if anybody's phone went, there's some shit right now. If your girl went through your phone, like you, know, you don't think it's that bad. But if she's seen you, be like, oh shit, wait a minute, right. <laughs> can't explain that one. Video of me, if they get rid of me at college, whoa, your boy was a little wild. I was about to there. say, <laughs> let me try to run for city councilman. Remember that one Go. time I had that show? You know, yeah. you know what? I'm yeah. going to snitch. Exactly. It was like shit. Damn. <laughs> like damn. Remember that night? Ah oh, shit. Outside. The- Ooh, in the park what? What? Then I picked up I put her on your tape Yeah you just had to be there <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like So I get it And I think it's just like 
the level of scrutiny you got remember again people are human even if he did have some wild shit up there because i was like i was like oh damn you got got but they knew nah, about he it really had now nah, he really had the crack on the scale my nigga was weighing this shit bro my nigga is a movie how many how, 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 how many rich white kids you know that be doing illegal shit and take a picture like bro ain't this shit cool bro like look bro look what i got pounds of weed bro I'm not even gonna go to jail bro look my dad's fucking president bro like what's up bro like, like most i would get is probation bro i'm about to say oh. and they're gonna even they're gonna take it off my record in like six months so fuck it <laughs> facts well uh, well what, what, what's your thoughts speaking on you know politicians and crazy things what do you think about the rhode island state senator going viral for po- posting a twerking video in a bikini i think her head top with the twerk was actually it was well done well executed it was only like four seconds in the video mm, I'm, I'm like I, I, i'm trying to see what that you know what's crazy like, oh. After, when you put it on the docket i like i had seen it and passed and i was like oh that's what everybody mad about what the fuck because i and then i was like all the way but oh my god how, how, how dare she shake her buttocks on the internet trying to solicit votes oh my god it's prosti- this is like prostitution and i'm like nigga is she like is she, is she even 30 is she like is she not that old right she's nah, like, she's not that old at all and she actually in pretty good shape herself so that's know. one that's well, good ma not you. even not even that but she's like, 28 she's, nah, like, she, nah it's over. She, she's 28 she's not even 30 she's a politician and we're getting what politicians don't realize and i think that it's it's an old man. It's an old person's game. It's a lot of dinosaurs are, are still in charge of a lot of our, our political system. So they, oh my god, the nudity. I'm so uncomfortable when it's like black bodies has never been the thing that they really wanted to perpetuate. But then you also got to look at it like, yo, if you want a more modern or a modern adapted society, you're gonna have younger people run, and it's something young motherfuckers like to do is have fun. As a fact, and to and to piggyback on what you're saying is. Yo, it's really an old person thing because y'all trying to be all modest and try to put up this image. And I'm just like, that just shows that y'all not in tune with today's society. If you go on social media, everybody is preaching um, transparency, being themselves, being real. We're not trying to uphold this fake image like we got everything to go together, especially none of the politicians in Congress or anywhere needs to be turned because probably almost every state had a politician commit fraud sexual harassment sexual allegations and y'all mad um, about a little action, you know, there was man. even some that was even in that was accepting money for you know just doing a whole bunch of illegal stuff so it's like the image of our government officials are not the Ooh. most clean cut thing i ain't gonna front she got my vote i don't even what? care what i was like you got my not that, DMs i think there i'm not- trying to see make that shit uh, no, all right. Nigga. Anyway, I'll just say like I think that as we evolve with the times, like that's new, noteworthy. Her name is out there. She didn't. Her, the message was not negative. And so you mean to tell me all the pop stars and all the images of all the celebrities can shake their ass, be outside naked, and I have to wear clothes. Bras is optional, but you mad because the politician decided to use her use her platform and her booty to get votes and get people out there registered to vote. Come on, I think that's the best use of ass. That's the best use of ass shaking I've seen in the last couple months. <laughs> in fact, shout out to this uh, Rhode Island State Senator Tiara Mack. I'm standing behind you, girl. You know, and you would I, say behind I, I instead of uh, uh, beside, but okay, I get it. I understand. Only you know, but you know, she also supports. She also, but you know, the thing about it is, me looking up her right now, she's been very expressive about all the stuff because I see her at the LGBTQ um, parade dressed in a very um open outfit with a bikini uh one of those little biker striped jeans so she very been she's always been expressive 
So I don't oh, think I don't think it's just one day she was. I don't think it was one day she just was just perfect. Um, uh, um, government official and turn out of nowhere and twerk. I think she's been doing this little you know stuff for her campaign. This is helping herself. And I always was say what you say about Donald Trump. He's not a good politician, but all, when I said this on this. a lot about people is if you genuinely doing you no matter if you're right or wrong i can respect it i'll probably not agree with it but i respect it absolutely and again like i said like is she even really being expressive that's the culture that we live in that is what 25 to 35 year olds is doing right now they is shaking ass and making shit happen especially black women so shout out to the older black women shaking their ass and making it ha- making shit happen you feel me? F R E E, fuck nigga, free. Let's go. Now you know who need to go, to go to get out of prison and Russia playing Brittany Griner. That's a fact. That's a definitely a friend. Um, she's about to spend. They they tell that she, she could potentially spent um ten years. Yeah, they she pled guilty. That's what yeah. I mean. And we're not trying to. And then you know, I know it's been a lot of back to um back and forth. You know, if this was a white. Or if this was a male athlete, that a person would be out of there in a heartbeat. It's just so sad that just for a vape, she's really been there for months now. Missing the opportunity to be, to get money, actually, because, you know, the WNBA season started. They're already, they're already in their all-star, so it's not like she's going to participate this year. Um, she missed She missed her anniversary with her wife and... She has penned a lot of letters to even to President Biden. And this is kind of like from what and also what I hear is that Russia is trying to get they want to arm. This dealer. is on the news. Yeah, they yeah, want, arms, they're, trying, arms they're trying to trade her for an arms dealer. And I can and now play devil's advocate. I can see why the government is not trying to do that, given the the value of the arms dealer. But still free my girl, Brittany, though, free, free Brittany. That's a fact. And my and my boy LeBron got into a little hot water um, with his little con- with his comment on the shop. If you got you got a clip ready. White people are collecting black art. Have you had to explain that ever to collectors? It's not the responsibility of black folks to use their work as a teaching tool. Brittany Griner, she is in Russia. She's been there over 110 days. Now, how can she feel like America has her back? I would be feeling like, do I even want to go back to America? No, not saying you're going to be twice as good to get half as much. I always didn't like that. He got a point. It's like, yo, y'all done got, they've gotten some people out, but it's like, this offense that they're holding granted marijuana hash or whatever is is a major crime over there but it's like they're making an example out of her and it's like yo we even everybody could tell this isn't right what are we doing to help me you know they're trying to give me 10 years i'm over here playing basketball trying to make money because my league isn't have the the funds to pay me it's it's very disheartening and it's like you said lebron is catching heat because of what he said as soon as you know as soon as the big time you know, we gave you billions of dollars. You better not shit on our country. You, you're still a nigger. If I'm from yeah. somebody making seven thousand dollars a year in Albuquerque or some shit like that, but it's always like he came out. I'm not saying America's not a great country, but I'm saying how would you feel if they left you over there and you knew they, you knew that they knew that you was going through it? <laughs> yeah, it's been plenty of news coverage about it. Uh, plenty of people's advocating for you, and they still not doing nothing for you. But to be honest with you, he didn't say nothing wrong to me because. The country has showed us how they feel about us black folks for a long time. That's a fact. We we love we love to sit here and be all patriotic. Oh yeah, our country that they've been showing us. They don't we, give a fuck about you, Daquan. <laughs> come on, 
one now. They have not. And then they don't even care about, they still are not to care about regular people's lives due to the mass shooting. So it's like, can we, can you really blame LeBron? Cause a lot, a lot, I see it. And, and also fuck out of here. Um, Eric Cantor talking about, oh, get out the country then, or LeBron. Yo, why are you always on LeBron's dick, bro? Every time LeBron says something on the media, this nigga always want to attach his name on it. Bro, you are a whack-ass big man in the NBA, bro. Just get your money and, and, and just do you, bro. Stop commenting on everything LeBron does, bro. Every time LeBron says something and he gets underwater, Eric Cantor always want to sit here and make a comment about it bro get off my boy's dick you you sh- it's illegal to meat rider the way you meat rider nigga <laughs> you feel me that's a fact all right now on to the love news i had to put this on there you feel me um the nipsey hustle murder trial has finally closed with eric holder being found guilty on first degree murder what's your thoughts on the whole situation man i mean i'm glad that it came out, the, the verdict came out the way it did. I think that, you know. Fast, was, too. Yeah, because, I mean, it was COVID and shit. Like, we knew what there was video footage. Everybody spilled eyewitnesses. It, it wasn't a matter of snitching. Like, you killed somebody that was actually having a positive impact on the community. Hate to see another mm-hmm. brother go to jail, but you you, you make a fucked up choice. You got to live with the, the repercussions. And I'm, I, I hope that this, I know it can never, you know, replace what he's meant to, you know, his family, friends, and fans. But I think that, you, you know, you could take solace in that same justice and did something right and hopefully... You know, it doesn't ease that burden, but it's like you can sleep a little bit better at night if you were deeply yeah. impacted by his death. He could potentially face 25 years to life in prison. Yeah, in Cali, and Cali, ain't, ain't that the death penalty? Uh-huh. It's not the death penalty in Cali? Oh, uh, yeah, they get I rid of it? it might be. But, yeah, I think, he, but, yeah, they they make the decision once they, he get into sentences. Um, Prior prior to the, the guilty verdict, he did get his ass whooped in jail. That's what probably held up the trial, too. I, yo... Just off of just the, the the horrible graphic description of that day of when he murdered him and kicked him and did all of that just for being called the snitch, bro. You, you ratted, bro. It's not you got in your bag, and it was he trying to pill not guilty, like he didn't get into a getaway car, like he, bro. But you know what? I'm also happy because I saw this online too. Is I'm I'm. I'm also happy for Eric Holder family. Now, before anybody gets on my neck, after he after he did what he did to Nipsey Hussle, a lot of people around the area was frustrated since they couldn't get to him. They was targeting. They got department. to. They targeted his family. So a lot of his family, unfortunately, was victim of violence and murder due to his action. So hopefully, now that he's been sentenced and he got his ass whooped by a couple of inmates, they could leave his family alone because they shouldn't be judged from his actions and uh shout out to laura london shout out to shout out to nipsey hustle's kids like i already know she's talking about she wants she wanted to leave la but it's just not right for her family and i understand because if you if you have not seen it you know, in la there's been a lot of murals you just see a lot of people repping it and, and it's hard keep mentioning someone that you love every day and you can't see them. So I can understand being in an environment like that, even though, yes, you're getting a lot of support and love. I can see why you would want to get away and be away from all of that. So I, I continue to send prayers and, and healing energy to not only Laura London and her family, but Nipsey also and his family as well. The marathon continues. Absolutely. Got to watch that interview. I've seen the clip. She's definitely preaching on them clips. So as I watch, break it down and watch it again, to watch the full interview, we'll definitely t- touch on that next week. 
Now, the next topic, over, over the three weeks, we kind of missed out on talking about this, but I'm glad to see little TJ up and awake and recovering. It was a little scary moment. If you didn't know, we read, it's already an old story, but, you know, he did get shot multiple times in his chest over a robbery in Jersey. And at, at one point, you know, he was unconscious. But recently there's been, a, there's been images of him in the hospital awake, talking and breathing. So also sending him energy to little TJ. I'm glad you're sticking with us. I, I'm tired of, seeing a, tired of seeing young rappers, especially from New York, pass away at such a young age. Yeah. Yeah, you said it best. Definitely prayers up. Hopefully he can make a recovery. I know there was rumors about paralysis, so I hope we just send positivity his way, and hopefully he can be back out soon. All right. Now to the sport news before you get to the music side. NBA, why they wait until we on a three-week break to go crazy like this, bro? What is your thoughts on the NBA free agency, the trades that you've seen? What some of the stuff that high, that stuck out to you, brother? I think Rudy Gobert getting traded for like I mean we always talk about Katie and Kyrie to start, but Rudy Gobert getting traded for five players and five picks. Can you even play that man? In certain, and not even like he got traded to be like he's got traded to play with Carl Towns. So it was like you playing two seven footers in a league that's habitually getting smaller. But I mean, I guess Carl Towns offensively he can kill you either way, and then you got a, a rim runner there to help out. But it's like. If you play Golden State and they go small, what do you do when they run in pick and roll, five switches? Like you know, who which one of the you gonna have both of them guard on the three perimeter? But I think that was big. Katie asking for a trade, Kyrie asking for a trade. Even though I read today that they might not, they might just tough it out for the, this season because it's yeah, not because because I hear they asking for some astronomical number for Katie, some picks and stuff then, like people are not. Yeah, but Jerry West said it best. There's nothing you can trade. Barring like say you're the Lakers, like I would do, I do LeBron, I do LeBron for KD, or I do you know AD and picks for KD. You know Mm -hmm. you have to trade something. It's it's not your typical. I have unless you're like Orlando. I would say the Thunder because they have a lot of young, but they they started paying their guys. So I'm not trading him to take on salary to not win for guys that already aren't winning together. But you say like Orlando, you want to say yo, I'm give me give me. Uh, Jalen Suggs, give me uh, who else they got? The kid, they Franz Wagner. Give me, give me young oh, guys. Paolo, they give me, give him the, the one. They, they 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 you seen that boy Paolo is a problem. I'm so I'm about to make my two K twenty two and twenty three built like him. I'm about to have a six ten <laughs> offensive threat. Like he's he's nice. That 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 it's like it has to be like that. And I think the the best deal I've seen for potentially Katie would be J, built around Jalen Brown. He's an all star. He's a twenty plus point scorer. He's still two three levels under KD but I'm like you get an all-star you got picks you got you know you know they they that you know you him and Jason Tatum it's like oh shit what do you do as a defense and then they got Brogdon they got smart you know they I mean they probably have to trade smart and Jalen Brown and picks but why wouldn't you do that but I think that's even that's it's like what are those Boston still gonna be good so it's like you're not getting high value lottery picks you feel me so it's tough. Kyrie, I, I hear. I hear the only pot, only place is the Warriors. The Warriors have the, the Warriors picks have and the, also have Warriors the have the group. Warriors have the players and the picks in a couple of years. But I'm like, KD's on a four year deal. You say picks and pick swaps. Golden State's going to be at least good if you give them KD for the next five years. So you're you're saying you get like maybe one to two cracks at the apple, right? Eh. Yeah, yep. And I'm like, if I'm Golden State, high key. Poole, Kaminga, Moody, well, even Wiseman. Those guys, 
they when they summer league they look crazy. Poole was killing starting guards in the playoffs. He was giving Denver hell. <laughs> you feel me? That's a fact. And it's like they're all twenty two and younger. So it's like I'm trading for a guy who's thirty four who on his team by himself where he's not able to pick his spots. He has to kind of be on go. Hasn't played a full season and since he was with the Warriors. You feel me? It's almost like yeah, we could have the name, but then. We might win two more chances. It's like Lakers. They traded all those young pieces for AD. They got a championship, but then losing the first round, not make the playoffs, and now you have trouble building a roster. You feel me? Do you really want to run a bunch of 35-year-old guys out there for the next couple of years with them teams like Memphis looking crazy? With But my, I, think, I think for the Warriors, the thing about it is they know that almost any dynasty goes from its highs and lows. They know that they have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond for a couple more years. They're going to try to get as many championships, as many stuff as it goes, because they know that you know, when, when this ship sells, it's going to be a long time before shit picks up again. And you could see it from any dynasty. You can see it from the Celtics when the Celtics was winning a lot of championships. It, it took them until they it took them until they got Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen to start seeing some shit now, and then now they're starting to look good again. Oh, um, even 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 the Warriors, the Warriors with Barry back in the days was great, and it took them um, it took them until they got Steph for them to start showing light. So I feel like the owner and the GM might just trade for Kevin Durant. Just for the short term goals instead of the long term goals. I ain't paying a nigga two hundred million dollars to pay to play forty games a season. I'm sorry. I'd rather take. And I'm like them young boys. They got two to three years of being on cheap contracts. Except for Pool. Pool's about to get his extension. But I'm like, yo, getting Pool locked in at a hundred million. He's playing behind Steph and Clay. Like, and I, in all honesty, I think you know once you see Clay or Draymond's value start to diminish, it's like you got they they replacements right there. Like all right, bet I would replace, I would trade Clay for Kevin and right, send man. him a couple picks. Nah, off the injuries and stuff. Clay, Clay Thompson works best on the Warriors because they run such. There's their their off ball action allows him to run around on another team. They have to play. Less like the Spurs, they need to have that kind of off ball movement for him to be as efficient. Not saying he wouldn't score twenty, but it'd be a hard twenty. It wouldn't be you know fifty points on. 12 dribbles type shit <laughs> you feel me it's a yeah. perfect golden state is a perfect storm not saying those players aren't all individually great but they're like the perfect complements to each other's games with the perfect coaching scheme but that's why i, I just, say there's no trade for katie right now and i think that i want a trade for Kyrie though. Kyrie, there's lakers no please there's no, there's, i know i know not, russell doesn't want to play with katie again and i know katie don't want to play with russell but make that trade <laughs> make that trade that. it's about the lakers being Pick raped. They're not trying to give up all them draft picks. Knowing LeBron only got a couple more years. He said, wherever Bronny go, I go. AD is built but, like Mr. Glass. What, what young core they have? Might as well, yo, like, do the Los gotta... Angeles Rams. Fuck them picks. <laughs> you feel me? Fuck them picks. Live in the moment now. Get your championship or two now. And then, while we in is our rebuilding stage, I mean, while we in our rebuilding stage, hey, we live in our glory times until we get up again. But is that a championship? Basically, they don't have no bench. They don't have no. They don't even have a starting shooting guard. <laughs> they don't have shit. We don't need nothing if we have Kyrie, AD, and LeBron. We you got three three niggas that played a combined 110 games last year. So <laughs> they out of hey, a po- man, out yo, of a possible 240 out of a possible 246 out of a possible 246 games. Them niggas. I, they like, just need to get rid of Russ though. I, I mean, I'm not going for Russ, Russ don't work in our system, bro. I'm not. He don't work in a lot of systems. Russ has to be the system, but he's not efficient. 
And he's still a Not great a, player, but it's like he oh, has, yes, he has yes. to. That's the part that we forget. He has, he's a great player, but he has to be on a team where he has he complete control. Basketball. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a regular season guy, and I think that's something that we saw. Even though when when the Thunder did go to the finals that year, he was their best player. We're not going to lie. When that's they went to that one, Knicks stop playing. Y'all did boo boo on the draft. I need y'all to get did they? Because I'm gonna right, dis. I'm a, I'm gonna counter that. They said all the players they wanted were gone at 11. They used 11, got four future first-round picks, used one to offload. Um, they traded Jalen Duran. I mean, he might be a really good or even great center, but his game is very old school. You got Mitch for that, right? So I'm saying he might be better than Mitch eventually, but you have to wait to get there. You got three extra first-round picks, meaning that they have 11 in the next like five drafts, some shit like that, right? They got rid of Kimba's contract. They used that apparently. That was in a Jalen Duran trade. That's why Detroit took Nerlens Noel and things. So they cleared cap space. They went and got their point guard Brunson, who the jury's out on what he will be. But at worst, that's sixteen points and five assists. That's he's the best point guard the Knicks, had. and he's young on a contract with high value that decreases over time. Then you get all these draft picks, and you can trade them. That's the I think that's the biggest thing. Look at look at the Rudy Gobert trade. We don't think Rudy is that great, right? Well, we're not saying nope. he's, he's a great defense. He's probably one of the top fifteen defensive. Should have won that many time. defensive player award. I mean, I would say as two people that had to struggle and play center in high school, <laughs> a good <laughs> rim protector. Because think about it, he had two six two point guards in the backcourt and some foreign dudes that don't play defense. And the Utah was in top five in defense every year. So I mean. His defensive impact is really unmatched when you really think about this current NBA. It's just his mm-hmm. offensive status, and he can't really guard on the perimeter. But at the rim, you're not doing much better than that. Can you find someone that does close to what he does? Possibly. But five picks and five role players. There was the, they gave Yeah, they gave up Malik Beasley, and they gave up the number 20 pick in his draft, who Walker Kessler, who could be a good big man. But you got to say... Those draft picks, that's what people want. They want to take shots at drafting those next young players because we're about, we're in a, a period of transition about what players are like. So the Knicks having 11 draft picks in five years off of trading that 11 pick for a player who they would have had to pay like $8 million a year who is no guaranteed to be a star. We know when the Knicks pick late in the draft, they don't get nobody that they want. Unless they've been – the last couple of years, the 20s have been good to them. But when they in that like 7 to 13 range like we was iffy on ob for a minute i don't know given given our history when we pass on a couple of draft picks them niggas was nice we passed on a couple of draft picks and them niggas turned out to be nice so i'm just like we absolutely we could have we could have been happened again but from and from what the reports are saying you got to give up one or two of evan fournier Derek rose julius randall they're not going to take randall back because his contract is too long so they're going to take possibly rose and Fournier, and they've been talking about they want Quentin Grimes. And then of those draft picks, three of them are protected. And I'm like, even if they take the Knicks' actual draft picks and we keep the protected ones, but that's still insurance. We still have picks to, you know, take a, you can get a shot at the apple. But it's like, yo, if they do if it, you get good. Donovan Mitchell, then everything. But then you also got to say you got two six two guards in the backcourt who don't play defense. So <laughs> Tim, that mean, means that means Tim's, yeah, a little bit. Uh, that means Tim, they get steals. Steals in defense is different. Steals just I'm I see the pass coming, but you get one steal versus your man got forty five on your head top. <laughs> it's like yeah. Oh, I'm, side note, what, what's your thoughts on John Morant? Because I feel like oh, he's that, been that, abused, that, that Jordan shit was it, it was misquoted. He was misquoted. But I think that in, in terms of just him calling himself Black Jesus when he was giving the money, yeah, that was a little, that was weird. But I feel like you know what? He's a dude, he's a kid, country kid. He getting all this pub and press because he's the, the he's the sweetheart of the NBA right now. He's going to learn what he should and shouldn't say. Bron used to say dumb shit and do dumb shit all the time. 
And look at him now. Nah, Bron says some stupid shit. I can't remember nothing on top of my head, but Bron had, had his his sound bites where the, the reporters was getting. Nah, I, I just don't like. I just don't like how him. He's talking about the like him and the Grizzlies are just talking like they really did something. I mean, like yes, we we know y'all could be a great team. And y'all could y'all have potential to be great. Y'all have an excellent young core, but accomplish something first. Yeah, this is the first playoffs y'all been in 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 a in a in a, in a good minute, and yet and and you know yes, y'all could have beat the Warriors if everybody was. There's a potential y'all could have beat the Warriors if everybody was healthy, especially job. But I'm like, yo, accomplish some shit first. Get to some conference finals before you before y'all start popping shit like y'all really are that team. You I'm not mean? mad at it because they really embody what the young basketball player is. These little niggas be talking shit in the park and they don't really they ain't done shit. They ain't one not near a game. We coming and say, oh, you trash. You're not going to get that old hat. They talk wild shit. This is what basketball is. And that's the thing. I'm like, yeah, we don't like it because it's like, yo, we came up a little little quiet, a little more humble. The nigga that was the loudest probably wasn't that good. But now the yeah, loudest. At least let the niggas that is the loudest, the niggas that really busted ass. You feel me? You're right. That's why I say Dre. That's why I don't have no problem with Dream On and the, and the championship parade that he was talking wild shit. I don't mind because, hey, Victory goes to spoil, but if a nigga couldn't even make it past the second round, talking hot mess and talking about how your team is like that, but when y'all just made the playoffs, please calm all that shit down. Before we get to the next, before you get to the music set, what's your thoughts on Zion signing that rookie extension? Get your money, nigga. You gonna put people gonna come, nigga? They gonna come see you. I, you left and you missed way too many games to turn down two hundred milli. <laughs> them That's niggas was right. them niggas was terrible negotiators. I was like, hold on, nigga, you ain't play. You I missed was, a, you missed the whole season. Not had given that. You say this, but it's like you're almost obligated to. It's like in two K. Like if your rookie play gets hurt, these they don't let you not give them the max contract. And Zion but, gonna but, Zion gonna sell tickets. That's the thing about it. It was like his draft. You could even if you, this nigga. This nigga's been injured since he got nigga. He yeah, started off it, his NBA season injured, but in the one season he was healthy. That nigga averaged twenty seven. Was an all star starter. It was wild. No, that was the that was his first year. He came. No, nah, but I'm saying his second. Year. But his second season, his one healthy season, he averaged twenty seven points and was an all star starter. And that's the point. It's like. All right, nigga, we're going to alternate injury. That means next year's an all-star season. That means I'm getting three all-star seasons and two injury seasons. I'll take it. <laughs> we still got Brandon. And, and, and think about it. They got Brandon Ingram. They got McCullum. They got some good young bigs. They get they drafted well. At that mm-hmm. point guard they drafted turns out to be what I think he might be, Dyson Daniels. I'm like, nigga, Zion can play half the season. They're going to be A-OK. <laughs> okay. I mean... I'm so, I, I, I mean, like, I get it. He, 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 I feel he like he need to put them gumballs down and them shrimp poor boys. You ain't know, see the videos you know, of boy boy doing windmills off of one step with jeans on. I was like, oh, this nigga different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, along, as long as he get his body right and be ready for the season, then I'll. I, 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 they, the Pelicans could be a scary team. I agree with you on that. All right, now over the last three weeks, we got to talk about Usher. We have to do an Usher appreciation. I ain't going to lie. They've got to be top three best Tiny Desk performance. Got to be up there with Jasmine Sullivan. Who else? Um, maybe her. I like her Tiny Desk performance. Oh, well, well, I mean, Tiny Desk. Usher, Usher, after, and we're going to talk about the, the versus recap. After that debacle on that stage, for Usher to really shit on niggas, like Usher had, Usher had to know that he was gonna shit on niggas the way he sh- <laughs> he was gonna shit on niggas for real, for real. 
Because right. ain't no way my nigga, he was he he did he did fucking superstar. My nigga was and even cracked jokes like yo, Usher really showed why he's a legend, and he also showed why y'all needs to stop with this fucking Chris Brown versus Usher versus. They, they are not the same. I respect Chris Brown. I think Chris Brown is a talented artist, even though y'all kind of wilding with the Michael Jackson stuff. But y'all need to stop. Well, that's a fact. Usher, my guy. Usher, I remember my mother took me to an Usher concert when I was like, I think if it was at all the confessions to it, I cried. I cried when she told me I was going. I cried at the show because I was like, that's my guy. And the fact that he's still hitting the notes, he's still performing. He he put on for Eric Bellinger and Veto, two very big R&B guys that are like underrated and low-key unless you really follow the playlist game. And I think that he picked great songs. I like that he closed out with, you know, he made sure he did the main singles from my way. He sang Superstar. He gave us confession. I was mad he didn't do Burn. I was like, damn, that's my shit. Facts. But you know, there's probably a bunch of renditions of like live live versions of Burn. But I definitely was like, uh, you appreciate it when you see what the new R and B kids are doing. I think somebody was talking. They was like, yeah, because even the kids growing up now, it's like the rappers are the melody guys now. You know, the rappers oh, are yeah. doing the singing. So it's kind of like when you 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 hear a real singer because they were trying to put Usher in that Omarion box, not discrediting Omarion's talent as a performer, but as a vocalist, Usher don't got to He ain't had to do not near dance move. And had niggas wrapped around his finger. Pause. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Watch this. <laughs> Shit was jokes. That's a fact. I mean, Usher showed why he he's a legend, and I don't see really nobody standing against twenty hits from him. I can't really see nobody standing on that stage because not only he can sing, but he can actually perform as well. Now, yes, I, I see why a lot of people say Chris Brown because Chris Brown do have twenty hits, but they don't. But stack it's up. like it's different. Yeah, Chris, it does not. It's like different tiers. It's like, like Chris will smoke tiers. any other singing nigga like that performs. And that's the crazy exactly. part. Like performance wise, Chris and it, it, me and Shorty Lily did this shit like drunk the other day. We legit sat down. And I was I had Usher and she had Chris, and we just made we put a playlist of twenty songs. We played at random. And it was like, Usher's definites, he wasn't fucking with. Mm-hmm. Chris's definites hit until you play Usher's definites. <laughs> and the thing about Usher is he has different era of music. Like, oh, and the thing about it is, it, you know how so certain verses is like how you place your, what order you place your music? The thing with Usher is his 20 doesn't really he doesn't really need to place it in any order now that's how dangerous usher is because it's not like the dip set versus the locks where order matters and performance matters like usher's top 20 hits or or like it, it you don't really burn that's automatically a win yeah automatically a win confessions so, nice and slow you make me wanna but even album cuts, and that's where I think the Chris Brown just, thing. It, that's where the Chris Brown discussion gets gets because singles. Chris got hella singles that he could probably got said. But when you get into album cuts, everybody makes a joke. Chris puts out fifty song albums, and it's like a lot of people. There's some great cuts, but unless you're a fan, like I'm a fan, I know the album cuts Chris got. But everybody don't appreciate those, or they don't play those. You feel me? Superstar is an album cut. Seduction is an album cut. What? Matter of fact, matter of, let me pull up some more Usher. I'm I'm just going to name album cuts and be like, yo, like 
this is where it gets spooky. Like it gets fucking ridiculous. If we go through confessions, throwback, album cut. Simple things, album cut. Can you handle it? Album cut. Red light, album cut. Can you help me from 8701? Album cut. Like, how do I say? Album cut. Mm-hmm. Even you get to like later Usher. Like, we're not going to do the trap shit, but it's like, here I stand. Album cut. What else we got? What else we got? Best thing. What's a man to do? Like, Usher's yeah. album cuts yeah. hit different. Usher, I don't really see nobody. And if you take Usher out the equation, I can't really see nobody in Chris Brown generation going yeah, against Chris, him. Chris is smoking. Anybody that came up between 2005 to 2020, like Neo, Neo give him a good a good battle, but Chris is smoking his boots off of longevity. Neo will have to include songs that he wrote for yeah, people. Yeah, it would be like, yeah, that's why Neo. He has to include that Beyonce song. He has to include those things. There's nobody. It can't be. It can't be. It can't be just strictly his his music. There's, and I don't like. I don't like. I don't like the Drake. It's two different. Brown. It's two different. Two different sounds. Just because they can, they can yeah. be on similar sounding music doesn't mean the sounds work. That's a fact. Because like he's and Chris Brown said it perfectly. It's like Chris Brown is ninety ninety five percent a singer with five percent rap. Even though Drake is kind of like, I'll give Drake a little, a little 30% singer, 70% more rapper. Is this not the same? And it, it wouldn't it wouldn't mesh well in the verses. I would love to see it still. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see a concert between those two. Even though we might see it because, you know, shout out to my boy Drizzy Drake, OVO Fest, the last one in Toronto before he takes it worldwide next year. I'm trying to score some tickets on Fridays. Like we were, we were, we out, we out to Canada. I'm not paying $900 on top of finding somewhere to stay to go to Old Young Florida. Money Reunion? Sound like a bunch of gunshots and weed smoke. I'm good. I'll watch it. He'll stream what? it. You I- don't want to be with the things in the what, 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 what do what do my Canadians? The things? <laughs> hey, I don't know. <laughs> I'm good. I'm okay. All right. So, so let's get to the other topics before we get to our song of the week. Um, I want to do this real quick because it just happened yesterday. Cloud chasing is a disease in this generation, and y'all need to leave this shit alone, bro. Need to leave. <laughs> Yo, so uh, this TikToker, um, what you gonna call it? I think his uh, this TikToker just really got into Kalani's face of at Starbucks because apparently I think Kalani called him an asshole and whatnot. I think I think I sent you the clips to play. This shit. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, but Christian Walker trying to, was trying to air out Kalani, try to get clout off of her, saying that oh he started acting all crazy, and then this guy Kalani just cleaned him up, checkmated him, saying like yo bro you was over here but probably before you started with me you were starting with the Starbucks employee over the lack of a of a of American flag. Mind you, they had a whole bunch of other pride flags. You made to play her video? Yeah, I'll send it. But. Morning. I know you've all seen the video by now. Let's talk about it. I see behind me that kid Christian Walker visibly losing his shit in the car via my two mirrors. Screen rec- I'm not screen recording, but doing this on his screen to zoom in and film the Starbucks workers and film all the flags that are in the Starbucks windows. This Starbucks is covered in gay flags, trans flags, like American remixed gay flags. 
I see him losing his shit the whole time. Mind you, it's going slow as shit because there's so many people in the line. He proceeds to get to the little order box thing and is clearly harassing whoever's behind the order box thing. So, nigga's really, he's really in the wrong mm-hmm. and getting that. She calls him an asshole. He tries to, you know, go get him. Like, bro, you're not a bigger star than Kalani. Grammy nominated. But the thing about it is the clout chasing shit is real because he probably knew he was in the wrong, but he knew. But I'm so upset that she responded because uh, this she, is giving she, him but she, but she the she, like, she, she said, I look, I look good as hell in that video. I haven't heard Oh, yeah, she does. And she posted something not too long ago about her tour when she was bent up. Kalani, I know I know you got a girlfriend, Kalani, and I know you don't want to fuck with us niggas no more. Well, Kalani, fuck with the kid. You feel me? Fuck with your boy. Fuck with your boy. I ain't gonna hold you. You bent over. I was like, yep, I see how you got a child. <laughs> But yeah, just overall, stop clout chasing. Cause I, 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 I could, I can kind of sense it in my blood. Like this person knew that by by doing this video and getting into a public spat with Kalani, I could already see his mind going. Yeah, I'm gonna be on. Everybody's gonna want to follow me, even if I'm wrong or right. I'm gonna get a lot of interview, a lot of people talking about it. I'm gonna get a lot of fame. I'm gonna get a lot of followers, and I hate that. A lot of people do this for success can we, in this but can, generation. Can we be honest, though? Everybody want to be an influencer with no influence. Ooh. That, gunshot that. That was, that was a bar. That was a bar. But it's the truth. Like, to the point, and everybody, look, it's like, niggas don't even want nothing. I want a little, little fashion over there. You know, little, 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 ass, little, 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 little ass face. And oh, a little, like, a little like, sheens, like, man. Like, oh, you feel I really little things. Bro, when I say today was the day, I really almost deleted every social media for good. Like, just because it's like, the shit is not healthy. Because niggas not even real. Like, if you live in your life and you just post a pic, that's cool. But you're not going every time I go out. Hey, this is what I wore today. This is my name. This is what I'm doing. This is what we ain't. This is what we did. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> That's a fact. I don't like. I be looking like, yo, are you having fun? Are you, or like, do you are you really having fun, or do you want people to compliment you because it makes you feel better about yourself? Like that's how I feel about the post. Like, even like we got mad flicks from vacation. I threw one flick up. I had the little post was out there. I'm like, this shit's about to sit in my phone. I might drop them on Twitter. I might have a day where I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling like the bad bitch that I am. Let me drop some. <laughs> but you know, for the most part, I'm like, yo, I, that social media shit is so played out because everybody, nice. it's all attention. It's all fake therapy. It's all you trying to, you know, I was the ugly kid when I was little. And now I got to, you know, now that oh, I'm a baddie yeah. or now that I, I have a platform, come fuck with me. Shut, even, you still mid. Fuck out of here. Even with this <laughs> podcast, like, yo, bro, you, you yell at your time. I don't promote this shit. Like, this is, if people want to fuck with us, they going to fuck with us. I'll throw it up every once in a while. But it's like, yo, this is a space where we come just to get our shit off and then go about our day. And it's therapeutic. Yeah. As opposed to be like, ah, oh, damn, I ain't getting enough hugs as a kid. Let me go up here and talk shit and make fun of all these famous people that make way more money than me. No. Yep. So it's just like everybody. And you know what? So I know. I also hate that a lot of people, when they see someone up in the media, they try to search up their yo, tweet. Yo, so they try to get them canceled. Yeah, yeah. That's hating shit. Unless that person's really a scumbag and it's like, shit, they was a scumbag before, but you want to bring something up from like eight years ago? Like, I don't know what the fuck I, like, what I was doing eight years ago. So how you going to hold me accountable for something I said at what, that point? What, and Twitter was a wild ass place. Twitter was a wild ago. ass place. And it's just like, like I said, everybody want influence. I'm like, what does that get you? It's going to make you feel fake and important. You might get invited to a BET Awards or the, the White ET Awards or whatever the fuck. Like, 
This shit is not real. And it's like the people that are really flourishing are the people that are doing shit that they love. Like the dudes that do movie reviews like the the I Am Soups kid, the, the Mexican mm-hmm. kid, or the, you know, the straw hat uh, goofy, goofy kid. on Like those are people that really love what the fuck they do. And it shows because they're getting real opportunities to do that shit on top of their nine to five. Let's not leave out the nine to five. It's not mm-hmm. just oh damn she got a BBL so I'm gonna get a BBL and post. And but you know just, but the thing about deal. it is I think their mentality is <clears throat> I just need a foot in the door. Once 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 I get a foot in the door, then I can be this and then, my true and then a lot self of people get that foot get in my real talent in. A lot of people get their foot in the door and then they know what that real talent is non-existent. You're right, non-existent. And that's like I said, I just be sitting here. I'm like, yo, bro, I don't mean to sound like a hater or a heart, but I'll be like, yo, why the fuck everything gotta be posted? Or you know why? Like why? Or what? Why does everything have to be a documentary? It's like why we don't care. TikTok is supposed to be fifteen second clips. Why the fuck do I give a three? Want to see three minutes of you going on a trip that I didn't go on? <laughs> you feel me? I feel you. So, nah, you're right. It's just like, and then you get dickheads like this. All these flags and shit. Kimani's doing this to me. All right, what the well, what do you do to make yourself happy in life? Because obviously, them flags, them flags was the start of your bad day. What happened? <laughs> Why? You-, you know, I don't, I don't, and then also, I don't want to, uh, what you gonna call it, misidentify someone. But I think the guy might be part of the LGBT community as well. And he's over here complaining that he didn't see an American flag. What are we? What are we doing here? What are we? You just we live just in trying this, to find look, something. Look. You're just trying to create content out of thin air. But look, we, you look stupid. You look we, dumb. We, we you look live in dusty. a society. It's uneven. We live. We live in a society where people think their opinions matter more. So they do. maybe that's hypocritical. We and have a podcast. Don't. I don't give a. Nobody should. I don't care if you don't agree with what I say. This, like I said, I don't promote this shit. I have fun getting my shit off and going about my life. Right. So. Everything doesn't have to be a, a moral compass. Everything doesn't have to be shared. And everybody doesn't have to be an influencer. Go have, instead of pretending to have fun, go actually have fun. Because you know what I find when I have fun? I'm like, damn, I ain't record that much. But the shit I did get, it come with a story. Me going to talk about that shit at the cookout. That's all yep. that matters. Now, now, before we get to the song of the week, say no to drugs, kids. Or, Orlando or, Brown. Oh, he said, Bow, I got some good ass pussy. <laughs> Yo, bro. I am a boy, Damon. Nah, not a boy. And Bow was like, he's yo, Bow took the high road. Bow literally yeah. hit him with the like, yo, drug, yo, stay off of drugs. Like, shit crazy. Orlando, like, this Orlando Brown say something crazy every six months. They get people up into a tizzy. Then he goes and goes to rehab and comes back clean, does something creative, goes, goes for a little while, or the well runs dry, goes back on drugs, says something wild. It's a repeating cycle. Let's not fall forward again. Let's be had. Let's hope he gets the help. You know what was funny? They was like, "Yo, they they put a picture of Little Ma." I think this is about wow he was talking about. <laughs> I was like, "Nah, leave Little Ma out of this." <laughs> oh, Mama do kind of, They do look alike. That shit wild. You feel me? But no question, it, you ever thought Little yes, Mama looked good? You ever thought Little Mama was fine? Oh uh, yeah, Little Mama. The lip gloss popping was fine. You know, I she's said from fine. Brooklyn, I said, so you know, so I, I, I don't mean she fine. I said fine. I didn't say fire. I said fine. F I N E. Yeah. Really? Because, you know, I used to get hell for saying Tiana Taylor looked good. And I'll be like, Tiana Taylor, is, her body go crazy. I, I seen it. I seen it before the glow up, before the VH1 money started hitting. And niggas thought I was crazy. <laughs> you know I, what? It, it's because she had, she had, RBF. She had RBF. Arresting bitch face. I, you know, I didn't want yeah, to say she, that. Yeah, she, <laughs> she definitely did have rest in pit bull face. She yeah, definitely did. Yeah. She had and rest then in she pit was bull young face. With, with, she was young with the face. So it kind of like, 
stop people from like noticing her beauty until when she actually grew in a little bit more and it kind of was like oh shit it definitely helped her to be more sexual that I th- yeah i thought she was i thought she was a rapper and then i heard that first her first album classic i don't care nobody said that shit fire oh yeah and then i was like oh shit talk to me like that again you little bull face mm. <laughs> all right i mean we could do a quick versus recap omarion versus mario omarion is a performer not a singer mm-hmm. that shit was just that shit was just oh my God, Sammy, Ray J, Ray J gonna get to a bag regardless. Ray J is one of the smartest motherfuckers. He can always get to a bag. Mario just shows how a singer can uh can capture everybody's emotion in one place without even moving a muscle. While Omarion has to do a whole bunch of antics to get people's attention. It just shows different ranges. And also, I'm not looking at watermelon ever again. <laughs> Thank you, Omarion and Orion. I didn't even watch the whole joint, but I knew Mario. Like I, I, Omarion got hits, but if it comes, it depends on what you're looking for. Like you want, and it's like you would think the stage element would have gave him like that advantage, but he was almost better suited doing the original verse. Where it's just like, all right, you play your music, I'm gonna play my music, and let's see who hits ring out better. Cause Mario was talking shit. Mario was singing niggas songs. I enjoyed the pleasure P and Sammy versus uh Bobby Valentino on radio because he's like, you know what. I ain't go for it. as an R and B dude. Like I li- like I had those albums. Like Pleasure P's debut solo album was fucking crazy. Oh yeah, Sammy number two. Sammy, I was a little disappointed because I'm like Sammy got some some singles as an adult. Not trying to discredit him, like with the songs he chose, but he got some songs as an adult that slap. Past come with me. Past you know you should be my girl. I I think I enjoyed hearing I like the way it sung in, in an adult cadence, but I felt like he has like some joints and I was like fuck. Even Ray J got some shit too, and I was like he he wasn't ready. He ain't know what he took the check. Oh, yeah, he was, but Ray J had some, so I was like damn, bro. I, I, embarrassing I, Brandy is like that out yeah, there. Don't embarrass embarrassing the vocal. And Bobby Valentino too. Bobby Valentino was probably the most consistent out of those four singing. Like he was, but I did even his song choice. He saw he chose deep cuts off his first album. Like bro, you was up here body. You still I had. I think there was enough trannies there for him. Oh, that's wild. That's wild. But nah. I was like, hey, baby, gunshot slick. I'm a, on that note, I think it's time to just introduce the song. Shout out to Mario. Uh, versus, we got, but also, let's just say, versus, we got to let it go. You know, they, you, they say you can never have too much of a good thing. Eventually, sometimes that thing might not be good anymore because you had it too much. You got to yeah. put that away. Let's, let, let's sit on it. I understand. Y'all, y'all, y'all was getting paid. But what versus was versus what it is today is two totally different things. And, you know, like even y'all, even when you hear Mario versus Omarion, he's like, y'all niggas is reaching. And I've been see, I correct me if I'm wrong. I've been see Swiss Beats or Timberland promoting it like that anymore. I feel like they sold it. I, I feel like they sold it on the low. Yeah, no, they did. They did sell it to um, Thrill. But um, I feel to, like they, yeah, but I feel like they Thrill. sold it when they's not like they 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 gave up. Like they sold it. And it's like all right, cool. We we good right here, my nigga. Let's go. Yeah, because shit. I mean, I I still like it. I still kind of tune into saying because the matchups are not bad when you look at all the matchups that happen but it was i think it's just we're outside again versus was not even great and it was great versus was great when it was just like the in the house board board in the house yeah it's just now it's just turned into a whole get money you know concert i'm like uh i i I just i'm over it unless 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 they get the chris brown and usher or some shit like that all right, time for the song of the week. You feel me? All right, 
quick disclaimer, if you are watching this on YouTube, please exit and go to one of your favorite streaming apps, whether it's Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, whatever you listen to, and then go type our name in and then go listen to the rest of the episodes so you can listen to our song of the week. But you know what it is. What's your song of the week this week, brother? Uh, well, I got a couple, basically some new albums that I've been listening to. I ain't going to front that. Kendrick had me in a chokehold and that loot. Y'all know, because they was definitely on my song of the week for a couple weeks in a row. But uh, we're going to start with the with the young goat. I know Usher killed the game, and there's nobody that can beat Usher in an R&B versus from his era and the era after. This person is a close number two, maybe maybe three, depending on who we're looking at, what's the criteria. But Chris just dropped, with my opinion, what is probably with Kendrick, one of the albums of the year so far, or the first half of the year, definitely on my top ten list of the first half. And this is called Sleep at Night. I know you've been Everybody who will listen That I ain't you I ain't been you But that's your perspective And we know perspective subjective I, I don't blame you, baby You lie so me you wanna do, play it how you wanna, move how you wanna, move, I ain't gonna stop you, say what you wanna say, it's okay, it's okay, I guess you're gonna do whatever helps you sleep at night, hope you're comfortable laying your head down on I don't know who made him mad, but he was chatting. <laughs> that yeah, I ain't gonna lie. This, this, the, that Chris Brown album, you know, I, I give it. It was, it was good. He had, he, oh, he didn't remake. A, he didn't remake a million songs. He didn't steal nobody's beats for real. He actually had solid production. I was proud of my boy. But then on a flip side, Brent Fires also dropped a project. This is called mm-hmm. Jackie Brown. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I remember 
a couple episodes in the beginning of the uh, podcast. I said I wasn't a big fan of Brett. Still not, I'm not going to call myself a huge fan, but I think he really got into his sound and he started not to give a fuck about his sound compared to his other projects. And I'm kind of liking this one. The skits on this album, fire. Oh, D. I was going to pick all mine. That shit fire, too. Because this is like, yeah. Shorty, stop playing. You're mine. I don't give a fuck. Wait, well, I just, we're not, not quick album for you. I just want to, because I was, I was actually listening to it today again. I just want to give a quick little couple. Gravity, fucking love. Loose change. Mm-hmm. Um, I love uh, addictions. Mm-hmm. And then Jackie Brown and Bad Luck. Those are a couple of my favorite from that album. Yeah, good choices. All right, you know I got to go to my introspective shit. I don't remember if I played this a couple weeks ago, but Boogie just Westside Boogie dropped his sophomore major label LP. Excuse me, and like I said, I be on my introspective. I be on my you know just you know sometimes shit just be happening. And this is a song for the niggas in therapy going through it. This is LOL Shaking My Head Part Two by Boogie. I'll be alright. I've been placing my value off relevance in your life. Promise I'll be okay. Tell me that I'll be straight. Honestly, this been feeling like some shit that I can't shake. I need power to be present. Teach me how to stop deflecting every time you show affection. See my ego break to pieces every time I stand corrected. Hate I gotta bump my head to fully understand the lesson. Part of my progression is knowing I should forgive you. Got this blanket full of lies to cover up how much I miss you. Running from my issues, don't give me your praises Just want you to know that even heroes still be saving So tell me who gon' save me, that's why I'm always saying Promise I'll be alright, cause I've been placing value off relevance in your life Tell me I'll be okay, tell me that I'll be straight Honestly, this been feeling like some shit that I can't shake SMH, and I don't know why you keep shaking your head If anything, I should be the one shaking my head Because it ain't no way you still a bitch ass nigga and you be in therapy That's Boogie LOL shaking my head too. My shit. Yeah. There's a oh man, there's so much music we've missed in the last three weeks, man. We might have to do a a, a lot of this might not go well radio, just like tunes that we missed in the last couple of weeks. But going with different flows, you feel me? You already know this is one of my favorite Cali artists, one take J. He just released it, a little nice little mixtape for the summer safe um safe fun summer. And this is 2018 flow. Hey yo, baby. Wait, hold up. This be crazy. Turn this bitch up. She spit my kids out. She fucked up our family. Where you get the what's the name? You get it from my granny. Niggas wearing chains, nigga. Them is not no Grammys. All on a beat. These niggas cap like my daddy. Probably right now I'm getting talked about by family. If I don't meet a nigga expectation, call him Stanley. If I don't meet this bitch expectation, tell her pass me. Bitch lost me. She wasn't on her shit when she had me. How these niggas songs be so rich, but they ain't got shit. Shit imaginary. He rap about it, but it's not his. Brokeback Mountain. That's where niggas get designer shit. He only brung a feature when I told him bring the product in. It's a beauty pageant every day. Niggas be modeling. I get new pussy every day, bitch be popping it Fuck proof, go ask my bitch, I'm the toxicist High as fuck, I forgot her name after she swallowed it High, I barely had my first one, but I got a lot of kids Fuck a car wash, I told a broke nigga, clean this Instagram comments got me dead, but I was dreaming I just sat back and watched a nigga get deleted She asked, can I draw, so I nutted on her cleavage Niggas handing out advice, I gave her all penis Bad, bad, the bitch was so bad, I let her keep One take, Jay, safe, fun summer 
All right, you already know the Burner Boy album got released, man. Last, last song of the summer. Remember a couple episodes we was talking about what was going to be the song of the summer for New York City? It's last, last. Nah, it's still, uh, fuck nigga free is still up there, though. I mean. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's mostly got, She just got signed while we was on hiatus. She definitely got signed to, uh, what's his name? Yo Gotti. She been signed because right after she made that announcement, they just released a whole CMG album and she had a, a song there. I'm just like. How the hell you just made all them songs just now? But um, Burner Boy, this album is fire. Better, than, I, I like it better than African Giant, but I don't like it better than the first album. But this definitely got some slaps on it. This is solid featuring Kalani and Blast. So I forever keep it silent. We go public and keep it private. Yeah. Ain't no hesitation about it. No competition. They ain't got it like you got it. So I forever keep it silent. We go public and keep it private. Yeah. Ain't no hesitation about it. And if I did for you now forever, we go there vibe long as we there together. Baby, no time, you know it's now or never. Cause baby, the way your body they bounce, no regular. The ups and downs, but too sad and perfect. Love is beautiful, but it comes with hurting. The keys and purses may defeat the purpose. Love is really deep, it meets the surface. Yeah. You're the type I really vibe with. Hold me down, I forever keep it solid. We can go public and move in silence, yeah. It ain't no hesitation about it. No competition, they don't got it like you got it. Hold me down, I forever keep it solid. We can go public or keep it private, yeah. It ain't no hesitation about it. That was Burner Boy, solid featuring Blast and Kaylani. And now, you know, I got to represent Brooklyn, you know, New York, especially the Flossy. This artist is from the Floss. Actually, low-key, one of the originators of New York Drill, if you really know your history of New York Drill. This is Curly Sav, Toast Up 2. <laughs> Chop and get clapped up. Nigga dumb if he think I'm a rapper. Shorty go dumb with the me, she act up. She wanna run, but we can't cuff after. We doing hits in traffic. I put money on books like chapters. You wanna hook over some taxing. Ain't talking money, I don't speak that accent. I'm only having it since 14, I've been active. If you with the ops, you get clapped, but I'm dropped out of school. Why would I crack? I got something to prove. They on my dick like they want me to lose. I take that trip every time I got through. Been on my shit, man, they know what I I be dripping, nigga, check the fashion. Nigga, check it. Think I'm slipping, I'ma up it faster. Remember days I ain't never had shit. Now it's different cause my pocket's fatter. Them niggas was mad, but we made them matter. I'm in my bag, I ain't even bragging. They doing bad and these niggas lag, so I gotta pray I'll never be a husband. I've been getting paid like this shit I have it. I be feeling like this shit my passion. Back out of the chop and get clapped up. Nigga dumb if he think I'm a rapper. Yeah, that was Curly Sav. No toast up. Two. Shout out to the flaws. Um, once again, you can find all our songs of the week on the Apple Music playlist. So go tune in. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for this people's choice, the people's favorite. Slack, drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, what the fuck you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. 
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the TSA, Toxic Service Announcement. You already know what it is. This week, no special guests, just me and Slick holding it down. You know, we didn't want to bring nobody back on our Welcome Back episode. You already know what it is. Please subscribe to our Patreon, because we also have a toxic, extra toxic topic about ghosting. So, you know, go check that out. And then we might record some more stuff in the future. All right. This week, brother, we got a couple. We got three. This. Usually, we usually do two. So this time, we're giving you three because we took three weeks off. Now, what you think about the social media trend that's been going on? She's a 10, but... <laughs> oh, that shit is that shit low-key funny. I'll be laughing because the girls and guys, they just be getting on each other's ass. And then some of it be true and some of it just be dumb shit. <laughs> like, she's a 10. <laughs> what, what is it? She, as they say, he's a 10, but he's 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 emotionally unavailable, so he's a 2. <laughs> or he's like a... No, it's like he's a 20 because I got to crack that show. Like, what? <laughs> this is why y'all be crying on the internet. <laughs> oh, boy, now. I mean, it's definitely jokes. I get it. I think um, he he he's a ten, but he never says how he feels. Mm. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie with you. That's that. that, that it depends on how. <laughs> depends on how. Yeah, it depends on how how I'm feeling that day. Honestly, it depends on how how I feel about you that day. Honestly, that's how you how you get what I'm feeling. Astrology. I got a couple of my favorite ones. She's a ten, but she's obsessed with astrology. I ain't gonna hold you. I. Yo, once once I mean I don't mind yeah doing the whole sign stuff. I find out what my sun and moon sign is. Yo, that shit is so weird though, because it's like, yo, I thought it was only one thing, and then some girl was like, yeah, nah, you could go to this website and they gonna give you. I was like, so I'm an Aries and a lot of, and so my confrontational styles, I'm an Aries, but then in my emotional side, I'm a Pisces, but then in this, I'm a I'm a Cancer, and I was like. How the fuck do I know when to apply to this? Is this like a, a astrology for dummies book I can find? Because that it reflects, and then then after they find out your sign, oh, no. oh, you see, this is why I don't fuck with you, cancer niggas. This is nah, why nah. I don't fuck I, with you. I, I, I hold that down because let's show you say she don't fuck with a sign, and I find out some nigga that's in her DMs is that sign. Like, oh, I thought we don't fuck with this, huh? What's happening uh-huh. here? What's going on? Hmm. I mean, to the last hmm. three niggas you fucked, they was all Gemini's. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. For someone who didn't like two sided, but you was getting two sided dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, just sitting out here like, oh, you looking, you look, look, words, words have power, mama. You just want, oh, you want to cuff them, but they can have all the other fun. I get it, I understand. Right. And also, she's a ten, but she accused you of cheating because she had a dream. Oh my, my God. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wake up with the her stand at you like what the fuck. Oh shit, what I do in this dream, baby? I'm so, just, yo, you, you ever wake up so confused? Like, yo, wait, was I really with a bitch the last night? Like, wait, hold on. Did like, I, was, I, was I talking in my sleep? <laughs> what are you talking about? I might have thought about it, but I ain't do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, they be smacking you out your sleep like, bitch. I'm like, wait, I didn't even do nothing. We was cool. I took you out. We had a fun night. Yo, All of a sudden, you talk about I was in your dream. Oh, but it's just a premonition of you cheating on me. Yeah, you, wanted, you, was, you was laughing with the bartender, so now I got to check your ass. What? I asked, nah. her, I asked her what her favorite drink is because I'm hoping she's going to get us lit. <laughs> I, I, got <laughs> I got one. 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 She's a 10, but he doesn't take accountability for when she creates problems. <laughs> oh, you about to get me in my bag? Come on, <laughs> we, we we came back from a three week hiatus. You want us to get in my bag for real? <laughs> you know, girls don't accountability and girls go right over their heads. Accountability might not go well. Oh shit! Well, this is why they say what they say about you, and they gonna probably say it about me too after All this right, episode. Before, and then we, before we go, we gonna we gonna do some guy ones too. We gonna do some guy ones too. But this is my last one for girls. She's a ten, but she has low iron deficiency. Yo, you girls be having low iron and be, be cold, cold as, as a motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> cold as a motherfucker. 
Baby girl, go take those iron pills. Stop, stop it. I, I <laughs> stop did, doing it I to yourself. Told Shorty, I was like, girl, just start taking vitamins. I dead said it. I think she bought some. I don't know if she ever took them. But I seen a box of vitamins. I was like, oh, look, you listen to me. Okay. <laughs> how, the, how the hell are you dead cold all the goddamn time? That ass. Can't and, even enjoy and the And then be trying to put your toes all in my gut. Like, I, I wore a hoodie for a reason to the movie there. You knew it was going. Why you got a sundress on sleeveless? <laughs> Come on now. All right, let's do let's do a couple let's do a couple of guy ones. Um he's a 10, but he has no social media. He don't post when he go out. <laughs> mm, I know a lot of women feel that one. Like they be trying to snoop and try to catch up slipping. Because you remember we had Moshe over here. She gonna look at your stories and screenshot it and pinpoint the whole area that you're in. So a lot of niggas don't be trying to post on social media. <laughs> He's a 10, but he likes every single female's pictures and most of his followers is his girl, so it's a silent. It's one. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a good one. Oh, I know a lot of girls going to feel this one. He's a 10, but he has a, a lot of female friends. <laughs> Yo, girls hate when you have a lot of female friends. They be like, you got to be fucking one. I was going to fight that, but then you're right. You're right. Because I, 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 if I call you a friend, like I literally... To this day, I probably consider like four girls my actual female friends, and I got female acquaintances, a female home. I got homegirls, but like a legit mm-hmm. friends, like we in the trends. Like y'all know shit about me. It's probably three or four, and they'll meet. And they got a vet shorty before whatever move. Like they like, I'm like, all right, cool. I gotta keep you around. Once they stop, yeah, because if I go ahead, go ahead. But then again, you gotta you gotta be careful because some niggas be calling their friend sis when it be whole time fucking their whole sis. Out. <laughs> so they do niggas, niggas do be filthy with it. It's not my girl. We just fuck from time to time. He's a 10, but he doesn't like my pictures or reply to my stories. <laughs> that's swag. That's swag. That's, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> I'm not going to front. I definitely like, I think I, I like every other one of my my shorty's pictures. I don't, I don't even like, mm. like, I don't even think I like the birthday picture now that I think about it. Not even trying to be a dick. Like, I just literally, <laughs> I like, I, 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 I'm here with you. Like, I bought the gift. I'm in the snap. Like, I'm here. I, I'm, I'm with you. Understand that. Like, I think yeah, that's like that's play. Why? Why play. do? Why do people need to know me putting hyping you up for? You most. You might get a like. I'm definitely not commenting. I don't comment. I ain't saying nothing. If I comment, you're not dropping. You're not dropping no emojis. I, I don't have to. Niggas know who the fuck I am. And it's like you know what it is. <laughs> Niggas start over overthinking who they are, so they start trying to do the same shit. They try to comment in the DMs. Like, oh, this is nice. I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out my bitch DMs and go mind your fucking business. Talk to your wife, nigga. <laughs> Um, he he's a ten, but he acts like a baby when he's sick. I ain't gonna that's hold a, you. That's a that fucking kind of Lily. I'm wet. <laughs> I want my bottle, please, baby. This I don't even. I'm not going for it. I be, I be trying to. Th- I be trying to thug it out. I wait till she go to work and I'll be dying. I be, I be like, I'm good. And she like, no, no, no. no like, baby, baby, just rub that Vicks on my chest. I hate that shit. No, the Vicks or whatever that fucking soup shit y'all be y'all Haitians be setting up on the on the on the stove that steam that shit out. I hate that shit with a passion. You gotta fight me to make me do either one of them shits. And she knows the fight. She be like, come on, you know we gotta do it. I'm like, fuck you. And then I start I start dropping. I start taking shots. That's why your big toe lopsided. <laughs> like I'm not doing this shit. And you know what? I, I kind of hate this one because I do this a little bit. He's a 10, but he does TikTok dances. Yo, let a nigga rock out here. Niggas can't have fun out here. Nope. Nope. Because it's fun attracts bitches. <laughs> niggas, can't, niggas can't do the Jersey hip shit. No. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm in the lab trying to learn this shit right now. Like, what? Nope. Fun attracts bitches. You wildin'. <laughs> told you. We had this conversation on the pod. What they said. They like, you be having too much fun. You can't do that. I'll be chilling. Yo, that is that is crazy. That's you true. can't, as a man, you can't even have fun outside like that. You can't. 
And then your girl gonna try to make it. She's like, yeah, he go have fun. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna hear about this shit. Soon as we get in the car, soon as we get over people. So you thought it was funny to just dance with that bitch? You told Facts. me to. You, I've been in situations <laughs> you where it's have like, fun without them. Yeah, I've been in situations where like, I run into joints, old joints from college, and they want to dance. I'm like, nah, I'm with Shorty. Because you know that's a player move. Like, nah, I'm with Shorty. Chill. And she's like, nah, go ahead. I'm like, bitch, you really trying to get me killed? You gonna say some wild? Yeah. Car, you gonna tweet? I know you gonna tweet. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to deal with this. It's like so when she dropped it low on you, you just you just got to the floor with her too. I'm uh-huh. like, yo, what am I supposed to do? Let her oh, so, touch so, my so, knees. So, the, so after the so you went to the second verse, huh? Second verse. <sighs> this is your fault. You should never told me to do it. I didn't think you was really going to do it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was good. Um, also, I, I kind of do like the whole emoji shit. Um, if I send you this shit. That nah. means wrap it up, you know. <laughs> I go like some, some of the social media trends is, is funny. Nah, nah, nah. I go, oh, I'm shit. I'm too old for that. I'm gonna just tell you like yo, you wildin'. Or oh, I told you so. My favorite shit. I'm be like, I'm gonna tell you what's happening. You gonna tell me it's not happening, and it's gonna happen. I'm gonna text you. I'm gonna be like, I told you so. That's oh, my yeah. shit. I be like, I told you so. I'm good. For ain't nothing I like that you. when you tell those and it's just like, oh shit, he was right. No, no, no emoji. I, I was right. Say I was right. Let's move forward. Let's go drink. Thank oh, you. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the next topic. Oh man, this sparked a huge debate on Black social media. If you don't know, Watch Jasmine was on the Shane Booty podcast, and there was a clip of her talking about being submissive, which had everybody up in raps. We're gonna play this clip. What does a submissive woman do for her man? Everything. (laughs) What does that mean? You know, like packing his bag, unpacking his bag, um, just making sure all the things that he wants. And like, I, I pretty much read his mind. So it's like if I know you and I study you, like I know how you are in the morning. I know how you are about midday. I know when you're in this mood, what you need. Like before you can ever ask me for something, I'm already on it. I mean, he's spoiled. And, you know, when I talk to my girlfriends about it, I was like, oh, how are you guys doing? And I'm just like, girl, he's rotten. I'm like, he's spoiled rotten. Like, he's rotten. But I love that. Like, I want him to be that. I think my biggest flex is how I treat my man. And I've been known to love people back to health. And sometimes it's very draining. But my love is my superpower. And I used to hate that about myself. But now it's like, I'm just embracing it. Like, that's who I am. Like, if I love you, I can heal you. It's your joy. It is my joy. You know, I, I love to see him eating the meal that I cooked. I love seeing him sleep easy. Every night, like clockwork, I scratch this man's back to sleep. And I know when he's asleep because I can tell when his breathing changes. And some people might think that's psychotic, but that's like, I just know that's when I'm like, oh, I can stop now. But I find joy in being your rest, you know? So know what that means. And, and that works for us because he wants what I have to offer. What are you getting This clip had, I, I it was guess, like, girls were saying it, it's giving mom energy. It's, oh, she's basically babying him. Oh, I can women, see need to, this is what guys want got girls to be submissive. Um, I go ahead. From, I see it from both sides. Cause some of the stuff she was saying, I was like, it is very much, could be overbearing. She's in the situation where it works for her and her partner. That wouldn't fly. Some dudes don't want that. Some dudes don't want to be mommed, I guess, for lack of a better word. You feel me? I ain't or not I'm scratching my back while I'm going to sleep. I'm going home. But I'm saying that that, 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 would, that would be for you. Mm-hmm. I think that she says something very clear, which is why I can't, I can see both sides and I can't eviscerate either side. She says something that this is her love. 
This is her joy. You feel me? Her love language. Yes. This is how she showed. And she said at a time used to be draining. It's probably draining because she's with the wrong partner. Somebody that didn't know how to take it. That just took and took and took and didn't give anything back. But to be like, again, it's balanced. So she's doing this. There's no mention of what the man is doing for her. So all we get is a soundbite. All we get is the, yeah, I scratch his back. I I, I don't, don't unpack my shit, shorty. You don't know what's in my bag, but you know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just the only child in me. Like, I don't like when a shit touch like that. But, you know, like she's saying, I'm doing all these things. Like she takes joy in her food. Like I remember when she, my shorty was, used to get mad at me. If, like if I if I said, oh, girl, they made food at work. I ate at work. Nah, no, eat my food. Fuck that. You know? Yeah. And it's like, that's her love. Like that's her showing her thing. She might not, and it's like, who knows? She might be a terrible fucking communicator, but she takes care of her men, you know? So it's like, there's a balance to it. And who's to say what he does for her again? Now I can say- why And people, clearly he, he likes her doing these things, yeah, what she, she said in the clip. She was glowing. She was glowing like, yes, mama, that shit butter working. But then on the opposite side, a lot of people, male and female, don't know how to love, I don't want to say unconditionally, but without bounds. That's the word I want to say. Without being selfish. Without, not without bounds. Unbounded love. And what I mean by that is that, like, you will give your last. You will step a little bit outside of yourself. Not because you owe it to anybody, but because that person and you feel so connected that it's like, I don't even see this as a problem. Sometimes I might be tired. Sometimes if it's the wrong person and y'all beefing, it might seem like a lot of work. But if it's the right person and y'all in the right state of mind, you're not even thinking about that. And I think to articulate that word submissive is misleading because submissive yeah. is natural is, is I don't call it a slur, but it's almost become like a slur. Almost like the, we're going to talk about independent, maybe next time on Patreon, but it's almost become like a slur. Cause like you think submissive is like, Oh, you're walking on your knees, doing whatever the fuck I tell you to do. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. In a it's relationship, submissive, submissive almost goes hand in hand with respect. Like you're going to ask yes. me, I respect you enough. I want to show my love, admiration, and respect for you in a way that this is what I'm bringing to the table. It doesn't have to be spoken about. You're tired? Come lay on my chest. Your back is hurting? Let me rub your back. Oh, you're hungry? Let me get you something to eat. Uh, you know, I didn't communicate to you. Let me apologize. Apologizing can be submissive, can be viewed as submissive sometimes. I'm never wrong. I never know. You were fucking wrong. And if you don't feel like you were wrong, yo, sometimes that apology, you taking the L can go so much longer and you having a W in your relationship. If that's what you want. You feel me? So I think that submissive is probably another word. And her, her actions made a lot of people uncomfortable. It is definitely does give a little, like she might be a tad bit overbearing, but that worked for her. And I think that's the downside of podcasts where we get into those elements of relationships because yeah. everybody doesn't love the same. Everybody's love doesn't look the same and everybody's not ready to have a conversation or has an experience a relationship where you're able to really say, you know what? Yeah, that shit definitely. And, and a lot of people project. Yeah. Like I'm not doing that for this motherfucker. I've had moments like this stuff that I'm doing now that maybe four years ago, I probably would say I would never do a relationship. Five years ago, I probably, four I minutes, mean, I probably never said I'm doing a relationship, but it's like you grow mm-hmm. and you learn and you appreciate and you also learn your partner. And if you really think it's worth it, not on some like, codependent i don't want to be by myself bullshit that's just that's a whole nother topic for another day but on some like yo this motherfucker right here like you it and i understand that sometimes you need something that might require me to step out of what i'm doing at the moment to get you ahead not saying not to fill your own cup 
but it's like sometimes you have to offer that. If that's submissive and that's clown shit and that's momming and dadding or whatever else, then it's like I don't. I feel like as a lover, you you're not giving yourself the 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 fullest extent of your abilities to 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 give that situation a chance. What you think? Yeah, uh, 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 when the energy is reciprocated, and there's no, at least to me, when energy is reciprocated, there's no bounds of what I'll do for my significant other. Absolutely. I'm feeling like I'm getting the same energy back from my partner. If she wants me to scratch her back until she goes to sleep, even learn how to braid her hair when she's doing her protective style. If she wants me to sit here and cook, if I'm getting the same energy back, it. I'm not going to limit myself because of society standard for a person that's showing me actual love. And I feel like a lot of people are been in relationships that have not been reciprocal or have had the mutual energy. And that's why they kind of take offense to this. And I just think that in this world that we're in now, respect for your lover and respect for your relationship is doesn't go hand to hand anymore. I think, I think, this generation, especially through social media, promotes a lot of it's, selfish loving. Yeah, it's all it's all clout. It's all yeah. I can show you what my, I can show you what my love looks like. But I've come to a point in my big age. I'm taking respect over love any day because love is oh, gonna be there. Right. Love is gonna be. It's like your parents might have always you loved your parents, but whoever commanded they they had to command that respect. You feel me? Like you literally like yo, I respect you. And I, I love you. I, and I, and I, loving you is not gonna make me not be a dickhead. But respecting you is gonna be like, all right, I'm not, I'm not gonna wild out. And I want to touch on that point too, because a lot of people like to talk about Pat or the past in the decades, the seventies and eighties, about oh how uh, they stayed together. Probably love wasn't even what made them stay together. That whole fairy tale love that you, I think your grandparents or great 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 grandparents had, it wasn't really love that made them stay together. Maybe it was an obligation, but it was also a respect thing that made them stay. T- together and that's what a lot of people think a lot of people want to live in that whole fairy tale of just love yes great i I do love love and i i I like to think of myself sometimes as a hopeless romantic sort of thing but in your relationship there has to be respect and you have to know how to mutual respect yes you can't think that you can do whatever you want with this person and not and not expect the consequences and and stuff like that. So when it comes to being submissive, I think we should just remove the whole submissive word out of it because I think it just has a negative connotation to it. And I think every time someone hears submissive, it, it automatically means just to be obedient without without question. And like, I don't think like a pet. At least for me, I don't I don't want a girl like that. I'm telling you right now, I, want, I don't want a girl who's obedient. <laughs> I can't because, well, bro, that you know, you know, with, you mean with like, Uncle oh. Ben from Spider Man. Great power comes with great responsibilities. I'm. If, I know if I have a girl, maybe if I have a girl who's just obedient, don't really like communicate or anything, I might end up doing some fuck shit just off because I think I because you can get the, it off. You know, you can get it off. Yeah, I don't have no boundaries. Absolutely, and that's why we have to understand relationship about compromise, about establishing boundaries, establishing your non-negotiables. That's what I and a lot of people don't want to do that. And I think, like I said before, we in a generation of selfish loving. Everybody's just like, "Yo, it's me, 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 me." As soon as but I don't feel, yeah. As soon as, as soon as you don't feel right about a situation, oh, I'm gonna go do me. Yeah. All right, stupid. Now you're lonely. Now you now I don't Thank do that you. shit you when you just like me doing. Congratulations. A relationship 
is with a lot of person or more, depending on if you into that lifestyle or not. Oh, but you in a relationship with a lot of person. You have to inherently think of the other person and how they're feeling and what are their boundaries and they're not and they're non-negotiables. It's not just about you and how you feel. Yes, how you feel and all the other things matter, but you have to understand that the other person that you are in a relationship with matters too. And you have to sometimes come to a compromise. You have to sometimes forego how you feel in respect of your partner's feelings or because it's a lot and you know the sad part is i think that a lot of times when people get into those spaces where they do some dumb shit and they they trying to you know they they trying to go back fix their problem it's like they don't want to acknowledge what they've done and how that can impact the partner you feel me because once you once you open certain doors they open it's not like oh i'm sorry this never has plenty of no it happened and it probably impacted somebody in a way that you can't even fathom because it hasn't happened directly to you Right. So you have to be able to have those conversations and be like, yo, we working this out. We doing this thing. That respect has to come in first and foremost. Like we don't like out of respect. A lot of shit does not happen. And that's really it is. And that's what I think that's another part where we have these tough conversations about the submission, like you said, because it's not a lot of everybody wants to love you. Oh, you're cute. I'm cute. We enjoy being together. But damn, what is what is respect look like to you? I think that's a conversation that people should have early on in dating. Yo, what is what what's is your you, boundaries? What's yeah, your non-negotiables? Like, if I do this, are you what what is the actions of me doing this? Yeah, like how do and you, you know what crazy side note, I don't mean side note, I just saw this on the New Warrior Mall. A lot of people talking about sometimes you can control your partner by giving them sort of your non-negotiable. So so it's so so example, if you tell her, yo, if you go cheat on that guy, I'm going to leave you. Some people see that as you being controlling to your partner, or if you go out this way and if maybe cheating is a, a extreme form, if you go out to this party, I will not be here when you come back. Sort of thing. like that's like manipulation almost. That's how they kind of see. Yeah. It. But in my head, yes, it could. In 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 certain in certain examples, it can go into controlling and whatnot. But if I'm telling you what's my non-negotiable and what's the actions of that. I don't see that as controlling. That's a fact. And I think if you do this thing, I'm going to leave. You can't say nothing about that. I, and you can, you can, you have, you have the choice to continue to do that or not out of respect for me or whatnot. Absolutely. And I, I, I agree with you. I think it can't be manipulated sometimes, but it also depends like certain situation matters. Context matters. And it's like, it doesn't have to be, I'm leaving, but it's like, yo, I'm not, I don't like that. We're going to have to, we're going to talk about that when we get back. So it's like that's something you're weighing, like conversation, or you know, a lot of things relationships people don't do. They don't ask why. Why do you feel this way? Why does that bother you? Right? It's just a matter of this motherfucker control. This bitch is over here. Why? No. Why do you feel this way? What can I do to quell that? We because we also got to talk about with respect and trust as well. Because those are elements. Love is only. It's like if you really created like a little pie chart, it might be like twenty five percent love, twenty five percent respect, twenty five percent trust, and then twenty five. I don't know what the last twenty five percent would be. We figured that out. Y'all can tell us in the comments. But there are <laughs> elements that might be that might be miscellaneous. That might be up subject to the par- the partnership. But like though, you have to have those elements in order to be like I guess maybe accountability or loyalty or whatever one of those the the yeah. T words. But it has to be there. For it to work, and we ask those couples that are together, riding strong, even through their dark times. It's like, yo, this is why it works. 
or when they're struggling, it's like, oh, this is what's lacking right now. We lost points in respect. We lost points in trust. We lost points in accountability. We lost points mm-hmm. in love. And it's like, maybe when you lose a love, it's like, all right, cool. Maybe this shit is over. But the other ones, it's like, you can control that, moderate that, figure out how to get that right. And communicate that and work on that. So I just say, yo, I, I this works for Jasmine. And this works for her partner and they have, they seem to talk about it and they obviously the energy is being reciprocated and obviously it's going well. Please don't project and say here and say, women don't follow that. You just have to have a conversation with your partner. Your relationship might look different compared to a lot of prison relationships. Yeah. Your boundaries might look different compared to other people's boundaries and your non-negotiables I'm about to look say, different. I'm about to say, sometimes you see some shit and I'm like, yo, that shit cool. And then you be like, but I'm at work. Like, all right, I'm going to shut the fuck up. And you're subject to change. Everything is subject to change because if I'm with this girl, my non-negotiable might be something with this one. Now, if I, if we ended and I get with this person, it could be totally different due to the situation and how old I am. So it's always subject to change. I'm going to say always experience remember. is your greatest teacher. So if you experience something, it's like, yeah, nah. Like when somebody say, oh, if you and these bitches DMs, I'm out. Why? My, my ex did that shit and he was cheating. You forget how to have a conversation, but it's like, I understand that. I can withhold from sliding in DMs. You feel me? Like, shit like that. <laughs> Facts. Oh, you, that was a very mature conversation of us. It Look was. At us. They can't hate you this week because you actually didn't say nothing crazy. Come on now. All right. They might hate me for this next one over here. All right. How do you feel about using women's lingo? What is women's lingo? Like, hey, man, that's my All bitch. Right. Twerk, twerk, twerk. What, what is women's lingo? Uh, so, so we, so I came across this on Twitter. It started off as a joke, and I was laughing. So, um, I'm gonna give her credit. Your girl ky underscore tweeted when y'all be talking a girl through her nut. What y'all be saying? So, you know, guys who start sitting here and made like quote tweets like, "Not nah, you, about to come." Actually, <laughs> it's jokes. the leg shaking for me <laughs> at her big age. So, you know, us guys was having fun with it. And then I just started seeing tweets from other women saying like, oh, it's giving gay that y'all using this lingo and whatnot. And it kind of like made me want to bring this up to the podcast. Like, what's the problem with guys using women lingo when clearly girls knew our lingo? Because I know a lot of girls who be glah, glah, boom. That's my, you my son. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, what else? What else? Shit, girls be saying to be taking our lingo because you know that's the that's the first step where you know a girl really fucks with you when she start taking your words and shit. I I don't know. I feel like the internet just don't, doesn't want niggas to be fun. <laughs> niggas is supposed to cut a check. <laughs> niggas is supposed to pay bills, fly you out, pay for shit, not get no pussy, and go to work. That's, that's nah, what... you, nah, nah, bro. You got it. You got you hit the nail on this one because I saw a lot of tweet like way in the past. Like, yo, something about guys being in the group chat doesn't do nothing for does, does something to me i'm like wait we can't be in a group chat now <laughs> guys wearing guys wearing shorts slightly above their knee like shut the fuck up because y'all was just hoochie daddy in a hot a crazy a month ago hold you to see that. <laughs> Yo, it, guys just can't be fun because we've already said it if girls say this shit on twitter or instagram or whatever they perpetuate this ideal person 50 percent of these lame, lame ass niggas is going to follow it and another 25 percent of us is going to be like fuck it I'm like, let me get a pair just in case. You never know, I have to break in case of emergency. You might go outside real quick and whop, whop, put on my hoochie daddies <laughs> and be like, yo, it's giving fly. <laughs> like, you feel me? But the internet doesn't want niggas to be fun. It's the same way it wants girls to be too fun and, and guys not to be fun. So too much and not enough equals balance. Mm, speak on it. Too much and not, not enough it. equals balance. Like, 
you don't want to see two wild motherfuckers together because that's just like how you know them niggas is fighting in the crib. <laughs> no niggas is throwing fisticuffs. <laughs> but if you create a thing where if the digital woman can do whatever the fuck she wants, that means that the man can't because they're not creating. There's no bar- balance. There's no harmony. So it's like if a girl's trying to have a hot girl summer, she don't want her nigga at the same. If the nigga she's attracting. Up- to be at the same events doing the same shit because then that's almost a reflection of damn like well, yes we can have fun but it's like oh this nigga out here i mean i know i got what she got on her sundress or you know one of them she ain't no fashion over shits with either the booty cheeks or the, titty, or, the, or, the, or, the, or the titty meat out or something overly underdressed and the niggas out there with his what tight white t-shirt the 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 hoochie daddy shorts and air force ones with the socks the shorts is a size too tight so he can show the so he can show the little the, the dick print like it's like wait a minute I'm outside naked, wilding out. You outside naked, wilding out. Now we both don't like each other. This can't happen. I'd rather her. She wants to be in the club, and he's got to be at work somewhere making some motherfucking money. That's what. It, that's really. Yeah, that's what. That's right. What, that's what the internet basically be telling us. Don't have fun. So, fellas, if you going by the internet, that means y'all niggas should be at work. Don't tweet. Don't laugh. Don't smile. Go build a house. Don't post go, no go picture. Fix a cabinet. Or go <laughs> go collect maple syrup in the fucking wherever they make maple syrup at. Like, like it's, it's, I don't know. I like I like certain I like certain women lingo. Like uh, what what's the what's certain lingo shit that women be saying? Um, not you about to go do this. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I be catching myself. I'm like, whoa. I be watching too many. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm definitely in my big age. I be saying that shit all the time. In my big age, I'm not doing this stupid shit. <laughs> don't give me. Don't give me time. In my big age, I'm not. outside doing this dumb shit. <laughs> it's it's giving. <laughs> I, I don't say it, but I love it when you say that. It's giving um, crackhead. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, whipping lingo be be hilarious though. I ain't gonna hold you, but yo, fellas, just have fun. Don't care. We could be in group chats. So we could wear out. We could wear out little hoochie daddy shorts. We could do whatever, just as much as women could do whatever as well. You feel me? But I think that's a great way to end it, right? Yeah, solid. All righty, you know we back on it. Season two, we here consistently every week. More Patreon, more merch, more everything. Please follow us on social media. This might not go well. If you had any brand new business opportunities, please email us at this might not go at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most B Breezy, aka Poppy Size Zone. It's your boy Slick. We out of here, y'all. Y'all be great. We we'll see y'all next week. Cow. Tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well <laughs> This might not go Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it, one take We not even doing it again Keep that, that's the one